Welcome. My name is Lee Maxey. I'm the CEO here at MindMax, and we do a series of podcasts we call Mind Maxing. And this series is called Reflections and Repositioning. And if you're wondering how higher education is dealing with the global pandemic and their positioning for the future, this podcast is for you. We'll be speaking with some very interesting and smart people who are deans and directors at some of the leading institutions in the United States, hearing about their reflections and how their institutions or how they see higher ed as a whole repositioning itself for the future. So please join me as we hear from one of our interesting guests. And we're uh, grateful to have Bob Marlani with us, uh, who is Vice President of Enrollment Management at Fisher College. Uh, Bob and I have been working together, and MyMax has been working with Bob for approximately two years or so now. Uh, and he's a, a very thoughtful, very passionate uh, person who's been at Fisher a long time uh, and is working to make Fisher uh, an important and continually continuing relevant uh, school within the Boston uh, proper area. Uh, I want to welcome Bob here and and ask Bob, uh, you know, several things in our, our Mind Maxing podcast right now. So uh, welcome, Bob, and I'm glad you're here. And and uh, this has been a heck of a heck of a year. Uh, 2020 has been, uh, I'll, I'll say, interesting uh, for for all of us in many many different ways. But um, like to hear your thoughts on on some of your reflections from 2020. Sure, great. Thank you, Lee, and, and thank you for the opportunity to be part of your podcast. Uh, it has been a pleasure working with you and your colleagues at Mind at MindMax uh, over the last couple of years. Um, as you mentioned earlier, I've had the, the pleasure of working at Fisher um, for, for close to 20 years. So I've seen a lot of changes, uh, not only. Um, you know, in the industry of higher education, but, you know, here at our institution on Beacon Street in Boston. Um, you know, Fisher College was, was founded in 1903 uh, as, as a business course, sort of door-to-door skills enhancement uh, type of institution uh, with a very strong, um, you know, mission to elevate uh, particularly immigrants in the Winter Hill uh, section of Somerville's um, lives in, in educational trajectory uh, into the workforce. So, you know, I, I'm continuing to be very proud and honored uh, to work at Fisher uh, as we add, continue to add new degrees, uh, both at the baccalaureate and master's degree levels. Um, this prior year, um, you know, has been a good one, a challenging one, but a good one here at Fisher. Uh, we, we had the opportunity to work with our regional accreditor, Nechi, for our 10-year reaccreditation. Uh, and we actually did that virtually. Uh, so that was new to Nechi and that was new to Fisher. Um, you know, while pivoting uh, both a lot of our admissions and recruitment activities, um, along with, you know, with the start of the fall semester, you know, offering about 50% of our traditional, you know, undergraduate Boston-based courses uh, online. So, you know, questions about, you know, how do we reach out to students and families to talk about you know, what we're doing and how we're doing it. Um, the safety, you know, safety has been, has never been as important as it has been this year with COVID. You know, what's going on with testing? Um, how are you social distancing students and, and faculty and staff while on campus? Um, 
how will the institution respond if, if, if you know, a student does um, become infected with, with the COVID. So, you know, a lot of these challenges in, in messaging that went out, um, you know, both in a formal and, you know, informal social media type of platform, um, you know, were crafted quickly, but I would say very effectively. Um, as we heard back from, from students and families, you know, the way that we were messaging um, in, in our cadence was, was, was right on uh, with their expectations and, and you know, allowed us to, to have a very healthy new student and returning student class um, here at Fisher during the fall 2020 semester. So I think, I think what you brought up in terms of communication, um, you know, often and, and helpful and, and transparent, I, I think it's really important, uh, Bob. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think everybody's been going through some level of anxiety slash fear slash trepidation or just, you know, confusion throughout this year. What kinds of communications or messages, um, you know, have been have been working for you? Because I, I know you've been successful with that. So what, sure. what are some messages that have really connected with parents or with families or with students? Sure. I think first and foremost, uh, you know, you as a student and, and you know, parent as a support system, uh, have options, you know, when you choose Fisher College. We're not just on-ground instruction. We're not just online instruction. You know, you have the opportunity to take some of your courses, you know, here on uh, Beacon Street in Boston, some wholly, uh, entirely online, and some hybrid courses where, you know, you, you can come to the city, you know, one or two times a week and then finish your, your course load online. So, you know, many options for, for different people. And, you know, you need to make the decision of, of how you want your education um, you know, during these, these unprecedented times. So, you know, being able to deliver that message that we're many things to many people um, and that, you know, all methods of, of education here and delivery are, are, are quality. You know, Fisher College was one of the first institutions um, nationally to offer online courses uh, back in the 90s. So we, you know, this online instruction wasn't something new to us. You know, some of our competitors, you know, had a, a few short weeks you know, to pivot their, their on-ground instruction to online. You know, we've been doing it, like I said, for over 20, 25 years. So it was nothing new to us, you know, utilizing the online uh, Blackboard platform and, and having professors and students very comfortable uh, with online learning, uh, no doubt made, made us successful here at Fisher in the fall. So again, just being able to, to reassure students and families that online instruction is nothing new here at Fisher. Um, you know, we're comfortable with it and we can deliver it well, uh, allowed us to maximize enrollments uh, here at the institution. I think that's that's a great point, Bob. And, and I actually point to Fisher and other schools that have been delivering online education for, for many years. And I agree with you. Those who have been doing that for years know how to deliver good instruction and a good educational experience. Those who had to uh, do a fire drill to jump on Zoom, um, you know, I, I think had uh, even a greater challenge. So, given that uh, we've had a almost a full year of of uh, uh, COVID impacted and other other factors in higher ed, it's not just not just COVID that's been impacting higher ed. But, you know, there was life before COVID. Um, if you think about higher ed now or Fisher now in relationship to the current environment. What are some of your thoughts about 
how you're you're looking to succeed going forward, or or just thoughts of where you think higher ed is is going in the in the short term in terms of this coming semester or in terms of this coming year. Sure, sure. It's a great question, Lee. And you know, prior to, to the pandemic, um, you know, Fisher was position, positioning itself for success. Um, you know, Fisher is a very unique institution um, that's in an urban environment, big city, but has an enrollment of you know under a thousand traditional students, you know, under fifteen hundred, you know, collectively. So, for the student and family that's looking for a private institution, not for profit, uh, specifically in Boston, Fisher's the choice. So I think, you know, moving forward, when we get past, um, you know, this time that we call the pandemic, you know, Fisher will continue to be strong uh, and be that destination institution. Again, not for all students, but those students that are looking to, to study in a small, intimate setting, but not sacrifice, you know, secondary campus location of a city like Boston. So, you know, that unique fit for, for, for a student that wants that personalized attention uh, in the academic uh, forum but do not want to, does not want to sacrifice, you know, internship locations, um, you know, steps away, uh, first job opportunities and, and everything else in a city like Boston, um, you know, provides to students. Great, great. And then if we look further out, um, if we're looking out to say, you know, fiscal 2022 or, or beyond, um, where do you see, you know, things changing, I'll call it post-pandemic, or it may, it may not, who knows, we, we don't know when post-pandemic is going to happen, uh, but separate of even thinking about the pandemic, but just where where do you see things heading from a higher ed standpoint and or from a from a Fisher standpoint in a, I'll call it a longer term view? Sure, yeah, I think on the front end, Lee, um, you know, recruitment will change. I think there'll be more virtual uh, activities and initiatives happening. Uh, outside of the traditional in-person high school visit or in-person college fair with, you know, three or 400 institutions. I, I think some of that stuff will happen, but to a, to a lower scale. Um, I think there'll be more digital marketing. There'll be more, um, you know, outreach um, to students in an electronic fashion. And I think instruction, you know, will, will continue to be, um, you know, in a blended format. I think, you know, with less, uh, less on campus courses, you know, so uh, you know, pre pandemic, you know, course load of four or five classes, you know, on campus brick and mortar compared to maybe one or two free. And then the rest of the, you know, full time uh, course load being online and, you know, potentially some cost savings, you know, that follow that because of, of less overhead that's involved with, um, you know, teaching, teaching students, um, you know, in person on campus. So, I think more of a, again, a leaner model at a, at a more affordable cost um, is the way that the industry is moving in the future. I think, I think uh, one, you brought me back to, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago, 35 years ago, when I was standing at one of those tables at a college fair. Uh, uh, that was, I, I spent a lot of time in, in gymnasiums, uh, you know, standing at those tables and talking to families and so forth and, and handing out literature and so forth. But that's, uh, that's a blast from the past. Uh, and I, 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 I don't know if we'll see those again. That'll be very interesting. Um, but I think your comment about the uh, augmentation of a face-to-face experience with uh, purposeful online uh, augmentation, whether it's hybrid, whether it's 
you know, asynchronous combined with, with synchronous and so forth. Um, I think that's a really interesting thought. And I, I, and I do think that'll expand uh, some schools capacity um, because they won't rely on the facilities because they won't need to have the facilities for everyone all the time. Um, so I think there's, there's going to be a lot of flexibility as a result of that. I think that's a really good point. Um, so to, to close today, Bob, any uh, closing thoughts or, or general reflections that you have um, just around the state of, state of things? Uh, and I'll leave that as open, as broad as you'd like to take that. Sure. Uh, thank you, Lee. No, I believe, you know, higher ed uh, you know, continues to be a great industry, you know, to, to work in and to study in, uh, particularly here in the United States. Um, I think, you know, there, there are brighter days ahead you know, for students and faculty and staff at, at colleges and universities nationwide. Um, with the change in the federal administration, you know, I believe that, you know, we'll see an influx of international students uh, with some pent up demand, um, you know, the last several months because of uh, student visa restrictions. Um, I do believe that, you know, students will continue to have a strong thirst, you know, for, for higher education. Um, and continue to be very interested to study at institutions that are, that are doing it and doing it right uh, at an affordable cost. So, you know, being able to deliver your mission, uh, regardless of what that is, if, if it's a career institute, if it's a research institution or anywhere in between, but being able to, you know, provide students with, um, you know, the skills that they need to succeed after graduation uh, is going to continue to be very important uh, to drive our economy here in the United States for many years to come. So, you know, for students and their families looking for institutions like Fisher, um, unfortunately, there'll be less and less of them, you know, on the back end of this pandemic. As they say, only the strong survive. Um, but we, you know, continue to, to work with partners like MindMax, get the word out, you know, about Fisher College and, and all of our, you know, great offerings, that you know really do translate into um, you know meaningful careers for students um, who are looking you know to succeed uh, through education. Well, great! I want to thank you, Bob. I really appreciate your time. Um, this is a very, as you said, unprecedented time, and, and uh, I, I think all of us are are uh, looking forward to getting through this. Um, however, we get through this, and and hopefully learn from it and and be better as a result of it. So. Uh, I want to thank you, Bob, uh, Fisher College, and, and uh, wish you the very best in this upcoming year. Great. Thank you, Lee. This has been another interesting Mind Maxing podcast. Please listen to the other podcasts on this series or look for us later this summer when we release our next series of podcasts.